Amahan Salangit, we thank you for Karunadlao for today, a new day. I thank you, Lord God, for these youth, the churches represented here. I thank you, Lord God, for every life, Lord God, that you've called for such a time as this. And today, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I ask you, Lord God, that you would come and fill our hearts and our minds today. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord God, so we could see you. So that, Lord God, your name would be high and lifted up above every other name. And I ask, Lord God, for every youth, every family represented here, I ask, Lord God, for your blessing on them, for your peace, your kingdom to be made evident, that righteousness, peace, and joy would reign in this place today. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today, I want to talk about focus. Imung mata. Who has eyes today? Do you have eyes? Is everybody here have eyes? Because some people can't see. Can everybody see here today? Raise him on kamot. Can you see? Let me see if you can see. And also listen. Can you see? Put your hand up. Ah. Put your hand up if you can see. Put your hand up if you can see. Put your hand up if you can see. Nang test to see if you can also listen. Because the message today is importante kaayo. Because what you look at and what you focus on is what you will become eventually. And I want to challenge you today through the Word of God that what you focus on will transform your heart. And the most important thing you have as your asset, everybody here, there's a lot of basketball players, Baller nakopud. Maybe we can ball afterwards. Okay? Daghan basketball shirts today. I know you're going to play ball. What's the most important thing on the basketball court? Unsa na mas importante nagdula sa basketball? What's the most important thing on the basketball court? Tell me. Ha? Huh? Bola? Ha? Huh? Players is one. But what do you have to protect? The most. What do you need to win? You need a ball. Without a basketball. No, you can have a... I'm a player. Am I going to win? Right now. What do I need to play basketball? A basketball. Right? So the most important thing in the game of basketball is... So the basketball is what you protect. The basketball is what you advance with. The basketball is what you run with. The basketball is what you strategize. Because to win the game, you put this basketball. Who has a basketball? Grabby, where's the ball? Anyway, you take a basketball and you put it in the hoop. The one that gets it in the most wins. Correct? So here, this ball is what you need to protect, correct? This ball is what you need to learn to handle, correct? Steph Curry handles, Kyrie Irving handles. They are so good because they protect the ball. Their eye is on the prize here. Now there's many other things in the game of basketball. Like you said, players, team, strategy. But without this, there is no basketball game. Saptan? Right? So today, I'm going to describe to you, young men and women, 
and you see me fired up, you know why? Because the world is trying to steal your greatest treasure. The world is trying to steal your heart. The most important thing that you have is the heart that God has given you. Just like in basketball, if you do not protect the heart, you will lose the game of life. If you do not protect what God has given you, you will not achieve the goal of winning that God has in store for you. Sabtan, do you understand? If you want to win in life, protect your heart. If you want to win in basketball, protect the basketball. If you have Doug Hunt turnovers, what happens? Doug Hunt turnovers, what happens? Thank you, you lose. Join me. Don't be scared. I only bite gamay. <clears throat> In my life, I know I'm married. My wife, my beautiful wife there. Guess how many years we've been together? I won't, it will take too long. 25 years we've been together. 25 años. That makes me tigulang kayo. Right? Old man Jenkins on the court. I'm like, ah. We have five kids, and I'm like, I still ball. I could. But you know what I do is I protect what's most important, which is my heart. I protect my heart. Do you know how I protect it? By what I feed through my eyes. By what I see, by what I focus on. So a question today, guys, is what are you focusing on? What in your life are you looking at? The world tells you this. Who here has heard this statement? YOLO. 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 You only live once? You heard that, right? YOLO, live your life. But I'm telling you today, you can die twice. You can die in the flesh, naturally, and you can also die spiritually. God says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose your soul? The world wants you to focus on that which is not important, to focus on the flesh, your lawas, your feelings, your emotions. God wants you to look at and protecting the most important thing. What does it say in the Bible? The world looks on the outside. What car you drive, what boyfriend or girlfriend you're cruising with, how good you look even in church. <gasps> Religiousness in church. <gasps> Am I the most holy looking on the outside? You might look holy on the outside, but your inside is ruined. Your inside is rotten. Guess where God looks? Guess. Anybody tell me, where does God look? Five gold stars. God looks at the heart. Why? Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So what you feed through your eyes, what you focus on, is where your treasure is, and that is what you will eventually become. So today I want to encourage you to focus and lift your eyes off yourself and look to God. You see, I want to tell you this. For many young people and adults, 
Among focus drives either your joy or your fear. You can focus on your lack of ability when you look at yourself. Do you understand that? When you look at yourself, you just start to see the lack. Like if I look at me, I look at all my weaknesses. But God says, don't look at yourself, look at me. In Christ, you are made whole, you are perfect. You are formed beautifully. You have a purpose in Christ. He has a purpose for every one of you here today, but you can miss it by not treasuring, by not protecting your heart, and that's by looking at yourself. This is what can happen. When you look at yourself, you judge not only yourself, you begin to judge others in accordance to yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying here? If I start to look at myself and what I do and don't have, I will start to compare myself with this young man maybe. Hey, I'm still young, but no, I'm old, he's younger. Maybe he's more guapo than me. Maybe he's more skilled than me. Maybe he has more money than me. Maybe he drives a better car. Maybe he's more loved than I am because he's got so many more things. You start looking at yourself, you will start judging not only yourself but others. I want you young men and women here to be very careful. I'm giving you a message that if you put this straight in your life, that you feed your, through your eyes what you look at, what you meditate on, will shape who you'll become as adults. If you meditate on yourself and your flesh, I guarantee you the path will lead to destruction. If you meditate on the Word of God, the path will lead to eternal life and fullness of life where you lack for nothing. You see, when you change your focus from yourself to God, even failure doesn't look the same. Who here has failed in their life somewhere? Kinsa dere? Nagmeg mistakes, be honest. Who's failed dere? Kinsa? Who has sinned in their heart and in their mind and in their action? Kinsa dere? Who's failed? If you're not putting your hand up, you're already lying. Right? You just failed the first time today. Joke. God wants your heart because he has a perfect plan. But even when you fail through hardships, if your focus is on Christ, failure doesn't look the same. Let me ask you this question. Can anybody here dunk? I used to, and I'm trying to get back to it. I'm old, but I'm trying to dunk. My son Joey can dunk when his ankle is good. What does it take to, to dunk? Practice, training, resistance. You have to push, you have to do squats, you have to do sprints, you have to work through what? Pain. Sakit kayo akong lawas. As I'm getting older, it's daghan pa, more socket. You guys have less socket because you're younger. But I'm telling you this, anything that you're trying to push towards, a championship, to win at the game of basketball, for example, you push through pain. 
But if you were to stop when pain hits you, will you get to the championship? Delete. If you were to stop when you're working out at the gym to get bigger calves, faster twitch muscle, to be able to dunk, to dance better, whatever God has called you to do today, if you stop when it gets tough, will you get to the end goal? No. But when your focus is on the end goal, the pain doesn't feel the same. You start to celebrate the pain. That's what it says in James. You can count those hardships. James chapter 1, verse 2, as joy. Count it all joy when things get difficult, when trials come, when they come in your life. You can count it as joy when your focus is right, when you're protecting the most important treasure. And today I'm, one, I'm here to warn you guys that there is a battle for your heart. The world and everything you do in school, on social media, online, it's a battle and it's, it's a guerrilla warfare. Every day they're trying to give you something through your eyes which will affect your treasure. And I'm challenging you today, young men and women, protect the treasure of your heart before God. You see, just like in the game of basketball, if we're struggling at the practice times, how can we win when we get into the battle of the game? The most enjoyable part, by the way. You can't win without practice. Is that clear? You can't just walk on. The best players in the world in any sport, the best rappers, the best dancers, the best singers, what do they do? They practice. They hone their skill. They protect their treasure. And then when they go through hardship, they can push through. Let me read this out of Romans chapter 8. Does anybody have their Bible here? Romans 8, 18 to 21. This is how you can be a champion. Okay? Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. What we suffer now is nothing compared to what will be revealed in the glory of God. What does that talk about, guys? Your focus. Don't focus on where you've come from. If you've come from a rough family, don't focus on that. Focus on Christ. If you come from a broken home, don't focus on the broken home. Focus on your heavenly Father who is perfect, who is not like a man, who will not fail you. Do you know this? Let me throw this statement at you. God is not interested in changing the world more than he's interested in changing your heart. God is not just interested in changing the world more than he's interested in changing each one of your hearts and mine. You know why? Because when he changes your heart to be fully focused on him, then the world will be changed for his glory. Because you are his children that he wants to send out. You have a purpose and a plan. 
that's perfect, not to harm you. God has a plan to prosper you in everything that you do, but it starts with your heart, and your heart is affected by what you feed through your eyes, what you focus on. So what does it take to protect your heart, guys? It takes patience. It takes love. My wife and I talk about this. You have to walk in love, and to walk in love means to walk in patience, not only for yourself, but for others around you. Do you love your neighbor? Do you love your fellow brother and sister? Do you even honor them in your heart? My message today is simple, guys. I don't want to go on for too long. But God wants you guys to understand this, that if you don't protect your heart, if you don't protect the most treasured possession you have, which isn't things, which isn't clothes, which isn't even your abilities, but your heart, because your heart towards God will affect your heart towards your brother or your sister. Does anybody here today feel challenged that your heart and your focus is not fully on God? Maybe. Kinza Dere knows that your heart isn't fully dedicated to God because what you look at, imung mata, what you focus on, isn't just on God. You're focusing maybe more on yourself. Let's be honest. Who here, put your hand up, knows that they could put their faith and their eyes more on God than on themselves. Who here? Amen. Thank you for your honesty. Who else? Kinsa Dere thinks they're perfect. So when I ask you this question, am I bothering you young men and women? I should be. Because this should cut your heart. You know why? Because God wants you to give you a new opportunity today. You know that tomorrow isn't promised, even if you're young or older like me. So today's the day that I need to know that my heart is purely and utterly focused on Jesus himself. Let me read you this out of uh, James. One second. Who here wants to live a life that's fully satisfied. Kinsadere wants to live happy. Guys, only three, four, five. Kinsa, who wants to be successful in all that you do? Right, amen. Let me tell you how to be successful. I'll read this out of James chapter one, verse two. Onwards, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, how does trouble come? When we focus on ourselves. The world has lots of troubles too, right? But when troubles come our way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For that you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Remember what I said? You have to have resistance in order to succeed at like sports or in life.
To build muscle, you can't build muscle without breaking and having resistance. You can't run faster by pushing your body beyond, right? You can't get big muscles like Russell Westbrook without lifting weights. With resistance comes growth. But how you look at it is what will determine the course of your life. So if you count it as joy, why? So when you let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, when you have endured, are you loving beyond yourself today? Are you being patient in your endurance to your mother, your father, the authorities that God has put above you? Are you honoring them beyond yourself, even when you feel they don't deserve it? But God does. This is your race, your endurance. Don't run off of your leaders. The youth leader here, he cannot run your race for you. Like for me and my son, I cannot run his faith for him. He has to endure for himself. You know what the reward is? When you get this straight, young men and women, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Who here wants to be perfect and complete, needing nothing? Kinza? Nobody wants to be needing nothing? Who here, Kinza Dere, wants to be perfect and complete, needing nothing? Thank you. Thank you. Tanan. Guys. If you will ask God today, who is generous and just to forgive, you know what it takes to change your life today, to protect the most treasured heart? Do you know what it takes? It's a decision. If I want to become a great basketball player, I need to decide to focus on the game of basketball. If you want to be a great and successful Christian today in Christ, you need to focus on your heart. And it takes a decision. And I'll guarantee all of us here today could repent. The decision is to say, God, I'm going to stop looking at myself. I'm going to stop judging myself. I'm going to stop judging others around me. And I'm going to ask for your forgiveness. Repentance. And I'm going to turn from that way of living. I'm going to start to practice love. Practice patience. Practice endurance. I'm going to work hard to protect my heart so that the world doesn't break my most valuable treasure. So I don't know, bro, but in a moment, perhaps the worship team might be able to lead a song. But this is for real, young men and women. You see how passionate I am? I'm passionate because God is passionate about your heart and your soul. There's a battle for your heart and your soul. Don't let these words just go in one ear and out the other. And tomorrow, you live for yourself. Your focus is off God, back on you. How can I be better looking? How can I be better than my neighbor? How can I make sure that they know I'm better than them? How about this? 
How can I love better? How can I honor better? How can I be more patient? How can I be more kind? How can I be more gracious? How can I be more encouraging to my brother and sister? How can I live my life so that people know I'm different? People know that I treasure Christ in my heart. People know that I will say no when the world says do it. YOLO, you only live once. There's no tomorrow. There is a tomorrow. It's called eternity. And that is at stake in your hearts today. Why am I passionate? Because God is passionate enough to send his son to die for you for this very treasure. Jesus said, I will put myself in the way of the wrath of God and the justice for you. I will shed my blood on your behalf. I will die for you even though you don't know me and don't even love me. That is somebody we could run for. That is somebody we could die for. That is somebody that we should love with all of our heart, soul, and strength. This is why it's so important. Because the world says, don't do it. You know why? Because the world is afraid that when you become alive in Christ, you will advance his kingdom. That means that darkness will disappear and light will come. And it starts where? Not in the world. It starts in our hearts. God is not interested in changing the world. He's interested in changing you so that you will go into the world and preach the gospel so that you will be the light where there is darkness. And it starts in your heart today. And if you know that that's not what you're doing fully today, this is a new day. The good news is God says today is a new day. I'm giving you a chance to come back to me. Come back to your first love. One of my first loves as a youth was this game. I played this for hours. You would see me walking with this basketball. I was a basketball freak, fanatic. I would run for hours. I didn't want to do track and field. I didn't want nothing else. My whole focus was on this game. Look at that. God wants you to have your focus fully on him. No distraction. The greatest distraction you have is a love for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle is not on the outside, it's right here. Do you love yourself more or are you willing to die to yourself to allow God to live fully alive in you? Because when he does, you will fulfill the greatest desires in your heart that you didn't even realize. You were formed for a purpose for a reason that's greater than you could ever hope, dream, or imagine. And that'll only come by coming fully surrendered. Surrender your greatest treasure, your heart, and start protecting it by what you look at today. Look to Christ. So worship team, I don't know if you guys could maybe uh, uh, prepare, but guys, right now, don't do this for your youth leaders, for your leaders here. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for anybody but yourself and God. If anything in this message has come and hit your heart today, which I pray it has, I pray that it's even annoyed you, then allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Step one, come back. Lift up your eyes and repent. Say, God, I'm sorry for the way I've made my life. I'm sorry for the state of my heart. Two, and say, God, I turn from that and I turn to you. Three, and from today, 
I make a decision to follow you with my whole heart, to protect my heart by what I look at. In those times in the nighttime when you think nobody's seeing you in your computer or your phone or your tablet and you're, you're feeding yourself with, with pornography, you're feeding yourself with social media that leads you down a path of destruction. Today you say, I'm going to make a fresh start and God will give you what you need to be strong in your weakness. Amen?